You're listening to the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. Hi, how are you? Welcome to another episode of the Run Pass Option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holiday. I am Doc Holiday, and Doc, once again, man, you know what? I'm I'm, I'm point guarding this thing by myself because it's late on a Friday night. Just watched this Miami Heat and Boston Celtics game, so I had to get in the lab. Now my lab is at home. Had to get in the lab and crank this episode out because I was so excited to talk about it and talk about what I just saw between the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics here in game six, one of the best NBA playoff games I've seen this postseason. Miami going on the road in Boston, trying not to get closed out three games to two, despite being the number one seed. The Miami Heat were on the brink of elimination, on the brink of getting their asses sent home for the rest of the season until next season. And many people thought they were indeed going to lose. I thought they were going to lose because they were banged up. They were hurt. They had like five or six people on the injury report before the game. Questionable. Their best player, Jimmy Butler, need been hurt in the last couple of games. So I'm sitting there thinking, okay, Miami Heat, I guess y'all finna go ahead on and shut it down, man. Get closed out and sent on to the crib of hell to the no, no, no. Miami Heat went into Boston and played a spectacular game. And it's really one player who played a spectacular game. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler went in there. Now, Jimmy been limping around. Well, not limping around. He's been struggling the last couple of games. Didn't play well. Knee soreness. Wasn't making an excuse for him, but he said he had, he's been having knee problems. Well, he didn't have any knee problems in game six. Jimmy Butler went into Boston and made sure that the Miami Heat did not lose this ball game. They win the ball game 111 to 103. The series is now tied at three games apiece. Game seven will be Sunday in Miami, back at the crib where Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat can win the series on their home court. But Jimmy Butler played like a dog. Jimmy Butler played like a lion. Jimmy Butler played like the superstar he is. Jimmy Butler scored 47 points. He went 16 of 29 from the field. He had nine rebounds, eight assists, four of eight from three-point range, and he's not even a three-point shooter. Jimmy Butler single-handedly made sure that the Miami Heat did not lose this ball game. His 47 points are playoff career high. Now, this is how Jimmy Butler's had everybody fooled. Now, the previous two games, games four and five, Jimmy Butler had a total of 19 points in games four and five total, 19 points, seven of 32 from the field, one of seven from three-point range, five assists. Man, he made everybody forget 
how he played in games four and five. Because his numbers in game six totally surpassed everything that he did combined in games four and five. Jimmy Butler was aggressive. Jimmy Butler played with fresh legs. Jimmy Butler played with confidence. Jimmy Butler played like the A1, I call him Alpha One, on his team like he's supposed to. And he really didn't get any help. But it didn't matter. Because he balled out. I mean, the way he played, the way he carried this squad in this game, driving to the bucket, getting and ones, tough shots, fadeaways, double teams, sprinkling threes in their face, doing it all, hustling on defense. I mean, all over the place. And he never seemed too excited. He never seemed rushed. He played like he expected to play that way. And damn, he did. Damn, he did. And this game, this, this game six between the Miami Heat and Boston Celtics, this is the kind of game everybody, well, a lot of people, including myself, expected every game of this series to go this way. But it hadn't. A lot of these games have been blowouts, but not this one. They were going at each other. Both teams were playing tough. Superstars for both teams showed up. Well, at least in the first half. Because the Boston Celtics, two superstars, uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, I don't know what happened to them in the fourth quarter, but they just totally disappeared. I mean, I could see them. I know that was them. Because they had the jerseys on, they had their faces. That was them. But in the fourth quarter, in the closeout game at the house, when their team needed them most, didn't see them. Now, Jimmy Butler had 47 points. He didn't get any help from Bam Adebayo. Six points for him, nine rebounds. Just was not aggressive at all. Didn't want to take shots. But Kyle Lowry gave him a little help, 18 points, 10 assists. He had a huge three, though. After Boston took the lead and hit a three, Kyle Lowry came back and hit a, hit a three and tied it up. He fouled out. But what the Celtics needed was for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to do their thing. And now, it looked like they were doing that thing. Now, look at the box score. Jason Tatum finished with 30 points, nine rebounds, nine to 12 from the field. Now, the thing about 12 field goal attempts, now, Jimmy Butler had 29 field goal attempts. But he was their offense. And I get it. But sometimes Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, both of them be a little bit too unselfish. Both of them be passing up shots when they need to shoot. But Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, when, they, when the team needed them, which was the fourth quarter, you didn't see him. You didn't see him. Jalen Brown finished with two point, 20 points. He only took 13 shots, won 6-13 from the field, two points in the second half for Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum took only one shot from the field in the fourth quarter. He made it with a minute eight left in the ballgame. That's when he took his first shot of the fourth quarter. That cut that heat lead to 105-101. 
But Jason Tatum, one field goal in the fourth quarter. One field goal attempted. He had a couple of free throws, but he attempted one shot in the fourth quarter. And that was when there was a minute and eight seconds left in the ball game. Now, I got to give it to the Miami Heat. They did a great job defensively against Jason Tatum in their fourth quarter. They had at least four players watching them. They made sure he didn't get in any gaps. They made sure he didn't, they made sure he didn't find any seams. They made sure he was not going to get to that rack. But he didn't even try to rise up and shoot that three and that jump shot that he does often and knocks it down. I have no idea what happened to Jason and Jalen in the fourth Jalen in the fourth quarter. But I have to give it to that Miami Heat defense. They was up in their chest. They want they they definitely weren't giving Jason Tatum any breathing room. But despite the fact Miami kind of controlled the game, the entire game in Boston, made a run, came back and actually took the lead. The Heat lay about 13 points in the third quarter. But I knew it wasn't over because Boston at the house. A 13-point lead in the NBA ain't, ain't nothing. A 13-point lead with like a minute and 30 seconds left in ball games, really not. You can't be comfortable. But the Heat led by 13 in the, in the, in the third quarter, and Boston kept chipping away, kept, kept chipping away. Al Horford didn't have a good shooting night as well for Boston. He was 0 for 5 until, until 531 left in the fourth quarter. He got his first bucket that came on a three, tied the game at 94 apiece. But it wasn't enough. And Jimmy Butler made sure it was not going to be enough. I think total, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Three field goal attempts in the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken. Jason Tatum had five turnovers in the fourth quarter. And that's when they needed him the most. A closeout game. Now they got to go back to Miami and try to win on the road in Miami in a game seven. And I would say in a place that's going to be rocking and rowdy, but Miami Heat fans are never rocking and rowdy. Miami Heat fans look like half the time they don't even want to be there. There'd be so many empty seats. I think a lot of them come to get, be seen, especially the ones then you, you might not see them. Second half starts to be so many empty seats. But Boston, they wasted a great effort by Derek White, who came off the bench. Point guard, 22 points, 7 to 14 from the field, 4 of 7 from three-point range. Had an outstanding game. They wasted their performance. But Jimmy Butler just trumped everybody. I mean, I'm just so impressed with how he played. Just the way he knows how to get buckets. Dude just knows how to get buckets. And for him to show up the way he did, to keep their season alive, to keep their NBA championship title hopes alive, 
Got to salute him because he just was not going to let his squad lose. It didn't matter that he was out there battling by himself. But he wasn't by himself because P.J. Tucker gave him 11 points and gave him a lot of energy. Played great defense. He came up with a couple of great defensive stops. Max Struess, who had been struggling, still kind of struggled, but he hit one three-pointer. Oh, my gosh. He ended up with 13 points, three of eight from three-point range. So Miami needed somebody other than Jimmy Butler to give them something, and they did get something from a couple of other players. But Bam Adebayo might get his ass packaged up out of Miami Heat after this, up out of Miami after this uh, uh, season is over. Because he didn't just disappear pretty much. He had one good game this series, and that's the game when Boston Celtics big man Robert Williams the third one playing. Bam went out for 31, but when Robert Williams the third in there, Bam disappears. I don't know what it is, but Robert Williams the third got him spooked. Robert Williams III can actually go over there and ask Bam for his car keys. And he'll probably give it to him. Because he wants no moss when Robert Williams III is out there. But it doesn't matter, though, because he's on the winning team, especially, I mean, uh, especially when it comes to game six. And Jimmy Butler, once again, outstanding playoff performance. Playoff career high, 47 points. Man, you take 29 shots and you knock down six something, 16 of them just came in clutch. And just hitting, going four of eight from three-point range when he's not a three-point shooter. Miami Heat just shocked a lot of people because a lot of people, they wrote him off. Because they've been around here limping, looking like they were half dead. Some of them looking like they could barely walk. And like I said, the injury report seemed like everybody's name was on them. I think they would, I think they would bust. Y'all know what I'm saying. I think they would bust. Think about what I'm saying. I think they knew the cameras was rolling, so they was limping and acting like they couldn't damn move. Because they moved just fine once that ball was tipped off. But it was a it, it really was a entertaining basketball game. It was a tough, entertaining basketball game. And the Miami Heat got the best of them. Because Boston didn't have any answer for Jimmy Butler. None. Negative. No one. Not a thing. Uh-uh. Nunca. And the youngsters, Tatum and Brown, I think they know now. Got to step up. Because game seven, I expect game seven to be that, a fight. I expect game seven to be a battle. If it's not a battle, players on both teams need to be reprimanded. I was about to say be smacked, but we ain't going to do that. I expect game seven to be a battle, though. But the Heat got to get more from Bam out of bio. They, they, they got to. They got to make him get involved offensively. I don't care if that's called in plays for him and say, look, bro, we're coming to you. Shoot it. We don't care if you miss. You got to be involved in the, in, in the game. Got to be involved in it. Because I don't expect Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to disappear in the fourth quarter again, not in games. I don't expect that. Because both of these young Royals be hooping. 
But Miami Heat was like, yep, just when y'all thought it was over, just when y'all counted us out. This ain't no 10 count. This ain't boxing. Miami Heat like, ah, we fooled y'all, bro. This is like a 20 count. And they show, they, they show some toughness. This is one of those games that can, I wouldn't be, that can propel you to an NBA championship. Because I can't imagine the pressure they were under, especially Jimmy Butler. This your team. You wanted a team. This your team. Now do what you do. And he did what he did. And he did it well. And they shocked and shut a lot of people up, especially screaming at Smith. Because he said it was over. He said there was no way the Miami Heat was going to beat the Boston Celtics. And this series is going back to uh, game six. I mean, going back to Boston for game seven. He said there was no way it was going to happen. No way. It's over. Well, they proved him wrong, like always, because he's wrong a lot. A lot, a lot. I can't even believe people still listen to him, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Not at all. But the Miami Heat take down the Boston Celtics 111-103. Series is now tied at three games apiece. And now we get a game seven. See who can move on to face the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. Golden State dispatched the Dallas Mavericks in five games, so they just chilling. Anybody that was hurt, anybody that needed a rest, they just chilling and waiting, chilling and waiting. But we know the NBA Finals get started next week, I think next Friday. So they're just waiting and chilling, waiting on Boston and Miami to get through beating each other up. So we'll see what happens in the game seven. We shall see. I'm looking forward to it. Still believe in Ime Udoka, though. Boston Celtics, first-year head coach, doing an excellent job. That's one of those situations, man. When somebody's got it going like that, Jimmy Butler, ain't really nothing you could do. Nothing you could do. And he turned his ankle at one point and stayed right on out there. Limped for a second, fought right on through it. Now, I, I will be curious to see how it feels after his adrenaline wears off. But I'm pretty sure he, could, he has treatment on that ankle right now. Because after that, adrenaline wears off and the muscles tighten back up and them ligaments because you ain't loose, then that pain sets in. But hopefully it doesn't bother him because I want to see a healthy Jimmy. But I want to see I want to see both teams healthy and going at it in game seven so there won't be any excuses. None at all. But I'm looking forward to it. More NBA news before I get up out of here. The Los Angeles Lakers finally have them a head coach and the Lakers decided to go ham. They said, we're going to go ham next season. So they went out and hired former NBA player Dar Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham, been an assistant coach with the Milwaukee Bucks, won a championship with them last year. And listen, I don't know Darvin Ham. I watched him play. So I have to go off what I read NBA players saying about him. LeBron James tweeted out, seems to be extremely excited, but of course he's excited because I know they met with him before they made this hire. He likes to hire. He's glad Darvin Ham is there, and I'm glad the brother getting the chance to be a head coach. That's one thing I like about the NBA. At least brothers do get a chance to be head coaches. NFL, hell no. NBA, yeah, let's try. Yeah, yeah, you get, you get an opportunity. But Darvin Ham. 
assistant coach with the Bucks. Like, like I said, they won the championship last year. You know, Giannis Antetokounmpo, best player pretty much in the NBA. What he says about Darvin Ham, he loves him. Said he keeps it real. He's tough. Players respect him. And that's what you want on that level, players to respect you. Because you got to have their respect because these dudes got guaranteed contracts. So they don't have to listen to anybody if they don't want to. They have to want to be coached by you. Because if they don't want to be coached by you, they don't have to be coached by you. They just tune you out because they're getting paid anyway. So having the respect of the players is huge. And by all accounts, Dalvin Ham has that. And not only that, from listening to him, they people are saying he's a very smart head coach. I mean, a smart coach. Now a smart head coach. Knows the game, knows what he's doing, know how to deal with attitudes and personalities, know how to put people in positions to win. But more importantly, he has to be able to, you know, you got to be able to manage egos. Because professional athletes have big egos. So it's different when you're an assistant coach. Now you're the head coach. Because the assistant coach, you know, you can play bad cop, good cop. Head coach, bad cop, you good cop. Now you that dude. But I'm glad for the brother getting this opportunity to be a head coach, not only being a head coach in the NBA, but being a head coach for the the, uh, the franchise, really, the Lakers. Say what you want to say about the Celtics, but it's the Lakers. When it comes to the NBA, that is the franchise, the Lakers. That's the flagship franchise of the NBA, the Los Angeles Lakers. So this brother got that job. He played eight seasons in the NBA Won a championship as a player as well with the Detroit Pistons in 2004. Played for six teams in eight seasons, so that means he plays played under a lot of coaches. So he has a lot to take from. He has a lot in his refrigerator. He can look in there. All right, let me get a little bit of this milk. Let me get a little bit of this Turkish sandwich. Put a little cheese. Yeah, he got a lot to choose from. A lot to mix in. He takes over from Frank Vogel, who had to got he got his ass fired after going 33 and 49 last season. Got him right on up out of there. Because the season just fell apart, even though they were dealing with injuries. But he gone. Now Darvin Ham gets a chance to be the coach. First time head coach. And he has to do it with LeBron James. So he has LeBron. He got some talent. LeBron, Anthony Davis. We know Russell Westbrook. Just got to get them cast to play together. Now that's his. Now that's his job. Get them to play together. Get some kind of chemistry. But I think when the, I think when if, when all of them are healthy, they're gonna be something to deal with. So congratulations, Darvin Ham. I wish you all the best, my brother. Think you're gonna do well. Hope you do well. And it's, I'm glad to see you get that opportunity. Speaking of opportunities, thank you all for giving me an opportunity to bring y'all sports news for listening to the Brown Pass option. I appreciate it. And if you like it, please share. Make sure you follow and share it and, 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 and ask your friends to follow, subscribe, or whatever they do on these podcast platforms. I think it's follow. But thank you for the support. Because that's going to do it for another 
great addition of the run pass option with Pro Football Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce and Doc Holliday. We talk sports because we know sports. I'm out. 